Heath Cummings today, but there are nine NBA games, and that's why I'm here filling in. I'm Chris Towers here with Mike McClure. Mike, how are you feeling about tonight's slate? I love this slate. Uh, it's a nine-game slate. It feels kind of like a four- or five-game slate for me because of the, all my plays are so concentrated on a couple teams. But I really like this slate. I feel very good about it. All right, so you're just treating it like a short slate. You don't actually – you don't care about – Half the games on the lineup on the schedule. Yeah, for the most part, there's uh, there's at least three to four games that I will be you know avoiding. Um, a couple intentionally, a couple not intentionally. It's just kind of the way the pricing works on both sites tonight. But yeah, it feels a lot more like a four or five game slate. Okay, that's interesting. We will uh, we'll obviously help build some lineups. Mike and I will do a draft. It'll be a a pretty typical show, and we'll start off with some. News. Aaron Gordon was dealing with a hip injury, did play through it over the last couple of games, was questionable. He will play tonight. Uh, Ryan Anderson and Brandon Wright are both out for the Rockets against the Clippers. Clint Capella is questionable. Who would you expect to benefit from that? Uh, honestly, a guy that I think is kind of sneaky there is Trevor Ariza. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think Ariza is the guy, you know, we're going to see him back to playing over 30 minutes in this game. Uh, and, you know, this Clippers team, without Danilo Gallinari, they've got a few guys that maybe shouldn't probably be playing 35 minutes a game sure. playing in that spot, and they are on a back-to-back yep. after playing in Denver last night. So Ariza's the guy for me that benefits for the Rockets. All right, Matthew Dellavedova and Jabari Parker are questionable for the Bucks. Has Jabari Parker played on the second night of a back-to-back yet? Uh, I don't think that he has. I would expect that he would probably rest here yep. in this spot. Uh, if we get news that they're going to let him play and still play 25 minutes, you know, he's someone that you need to consider because... Cheap. Yeah, he's very, very cheap. You know, he's priced in, in a spot where he's probably only playing 15 minutes. Uh, you're getting that extra 10 minutes. Uh, I played him last night. You know, if you played on Sportsline last night, you definitely played him, and he returned some nice value. Uh, so that's a situation to monitor as we get closer to lineup lock. All right, for the Charlotte Hornets, Dwight Howard is probable with a rib injury. I think he said he had a rib pop out of place while playing. I don't know how that happens or how you play through it, but he's expected to play. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist and Cody Zeller are not. Who would benefit there with uh, – or, well, they're questionable, I guess. Yeah, they're questionable. Uh, I really don't think that Michael Kidd-Gilchrist will play. Okay. Uh, I don't think that the, the hamstring strain is something that they want to mess around with. I mean, it was to the point where he didn't start the second half last night. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy Lamb would be the guy. If he doesn't play, Jeremy Lamb is one of the – becomes one of the best values on the slate – uh, especially on like on FanDuel at the small forward position, you know, you could really kind of pair him with a stud like Durant. Uh, so that's really the situation to monitor there. Uh, I don't have a ton of interest in that game other than that situation with what happens there. Uh, Hawks just have a couple of role players, DeAndre Bembry and Malcolm Delaney out for their game. Uh, anybody really benefit from that one against the Pacers? That that's That could be a blowout. Yeah, no, it definitely could be a blowout. Uh, I mean, the, the two guys that you could mention, I guess, are Isaiah Taylor mm-hmm. and uh, Tyler Dorsey. Okay. Uh, you would need Delaney and those guys to both be out. I believe Delaney is still questionable. questionable yes. um, if either of those guys are ruled out, I think that you can look to Isaiah Taylor. Uh, I think he's very comparable to someone like Mario Chalmers, who is near minimum price and playing up in pace against Phoenix. So you know that Chalmers is going to be probably the more chalky play just because everybody knows that they're playing up in pace. So if Delaney is ruled out, I think Isaiah Taylor does become a viable option if you're looking to punt at point guard. Uh, for the Grizzlies, 
they have a whole bunch of people out. Tyreek Evans, Wayne Seldon, Chandler Parsons, and Deontay Davis. No surprise there with the way things have been going in Memphis. I would guess in the coming weeks we'll see even more players out uh, as they continue their tank. They are actually one-point underdogs against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that that's that's a lot. Of, there's a lot of value in that game. You would expect Memphis to be playing up in pace. They've got a great matchup. Uh, we'll get to that one shortly, but that one has a lot of opportunity. Tyson Chandler is doubtful for the Suns. Pau Gasol also doubtful for the Spurs. And Danilo Gallinari, you said he's ruled out for the Clippers, right? Uh, yeah, he's listed as doubtful, but I, I believe they said it was going to be, you know, several more games before he's really back to returning. So, you know, after they played last night and yep. he didn't play, I highly doubt he plays tonight. All right. Let's talk about some must plays. Who's your must play? And it's going to be interesting because we've, we've got very similar players in our must plays. Who's yours? Uh, I'm going with Chris Paul. Uh, you know, the price point on Paul is come down and you know probably rightfully so because it's you know he's lost some usage when he's playing alongside James Harden yeah. uh loses not only usage but does lose a little assist rate as well uh so i i think that chris paul is still too cheap though considering he's returning to the staples center to play against the clippers here in a spot where he gets the clippers on the back to back once again the clippers are playing guys that shouldn't be playing 35 minutes a game uh, so give me Chris Paul for my must play. Yeah, has not had more than 41 fantasy points in any of his last five games. Also also has not played more than 33 minutes in any of those games. So those are the arguments against Paul. That's why the price is low. For very similar reasons as your uh, Chris Paul argument, I'll go with James Harden as my must play. We know what the upside with this guy is. Even when he plays with Chris Paul, he's a threat for a double-double every night. He scored 41 points two games ago. And it's just a great matchup. I believe that one has the highest over-under of the night, 227.5. The Rockets are eight-point favorites. Uh, who's your stay-away for the day? So my stay-away of the day, I mean, it's kind of cheating because he, he is playing, uh, but I'm going to stay away from Dwight Howard. I just don't like the matchup uh, against Boston. Yep. There's really no reason to pay up for him here. Uh, you know, cause we're gonna, we're, you know, we're both interested in Chris Paul and James Harden and some of the other studs. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, Howard is pretty much been a double-double machine and, you know, at 8100, it doesn't break the bank. Yeah. But I'm gonna stay away from Dwight Howard tonight. Okay, I'm gonna stay away from Paul George, who's been really up and down lately. He's someone who, if he doesn't score, he doesn't necessarily do a lot else to make up for it. He will get you some defensive numbers, but, on a night like this, when there's so many good stars, I just I don't see a lot of value in paying $8,700 for Paul George in a game that you know has the third lowest over under of the night, and OKC could very well run away with it against Dallas. So I just I don't love p- paying up for Paul George there. Uh, before we get to the games, we are going to do a draft draft later on between Mike and I. Mike, I would uh, assume you'll you'll be favored. Uh, given this is your uh, particular ex- area of expertise. But the great thing about draft is you're not getting sniped by pros. Your chances of winnings are 80% better than on salary cap sites. That's why draft is our favorite fantasy site. No more getting crushed by the pros. It's not just me. More than a million people have already downloaded the draft app too. Playing a real live NBA draft right now. Be done in under five minutes. And paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second, so you can join one whenever you want. 
All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code SPORTSLINE. That's right, playing a real money draft for free just by using the promo code SPORTSLINE. All right, let's go through the game-by-game previews. We'll start with the game with the highest over-under. Probably the game you and I will have the most exposure to. That's the Houston Rockets at the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers on a back-to-back. They played in Denver last night. The emotional Danilo Gallinari homecoming. Uh, what specifically do you like any of the Clippers in this game? I guess we'll start there because we know we like the Rockets. It's a great matchup for them. Do you like anybody on the Clippers? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I definitely like, I mean, Tyron Wallace is a guy that I think he's probably going to be pretty chalky. You're not going to have a huge edge by playing him, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're playing cash games with him at 4,500, you could be at a disadvantage if you don't have him and he plays and scores 35 fantasy points here in this game. Uh, you know, he's got a ton of opportunity. He's one of those guys that I mentioned that maybe shouldn't be playing that many minutes. Yeah. Uh, but that's just kind of where the Clippers are right now. And, you know, with Gallinari out again tonight, he's definitely going to be the guy that is trotted out there again and asked to play some big minutes. So I like him and I also like Lou Williams a lot. I mean, if this game is going to be close at all, you know, I don't, I don't care how difficult the matchup is on paper for Lou Williams. If this game is going to be close at all, Lou Williams is going to score 30 actual points tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to chuck it for sure. Uh, he was a rocket last year, right? So, yep. you know, I mean, Lou Williams is kind of a revenge game against a quarter of a league at this point, but if you like that narrative, you know who I like? I, f- so, so the, the whole internet loves Boban Marjanovic. Mm-hmm. Had a great game last night. This is a guy who's played like 18 minutes as his career high. I would imagine he barely sees the floor in this game. Right. DeAndre Jordan on the second night of the back to back, you might be a little scared off, but he only played 23 minutes last night. Boban, I think he pretty much played like the last 15 minutes of that game. He, he looked did. like he was going to die by the end of it. Uh, but DeAndre Jordan, with Clint Capella dealing with that illness that kept him out on Monday, still questionable. No Ryan Anderson. Houston could be shallow in the front court. Do you like DeAndre Jordan? I do like Jordan here. This is a game, you know, when you get the high total like that, you get these two teams, the way that they play, especially the Rockets that rely so heavily on the three-point shot. Mm-hmm. There's always opportunities for variance. Uh, the teams, you know, his own team's not very well rested on the back to back. There will be a lot of rebounds in this game. And I think that Jordan is the guy that's going to be able to get them, especially knowing that Clint Capella isn't 100%. He may not even play. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm on board with Jordan. And we both obviously, uh, like James Harden, like Chris Paul. You even like the idea of pairing them, even though you're going to have to invest, you know, $20,000, uh, yep. of your budget on, on FanDuel, but there's just, there's so much upside with those two guys. Is there anything else you want to say about this game? Uh, I know you said Trevor Ariza, another guy that you like with Ryan Anderson not expected to play. Anyone else? Uh, no, it's just those two guys. But, you know, I will say you do have to invest a lot in them. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's hard to say that it's their true floor, but it really feels like 90 points is the true floor for that combo tonight. That's a uh, That's a pretty good place to start. Yeah. All right, the next place that we want to go to – and a place that you'll have a lot of exposure to as well. Golden State at the Warriors. The Warriors, or Golden State at the Wizards, excuse me. The Warriors are nine point favorites, uh, on the road, which, yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. The Wizards have been playing exceptionally well without John Wall, seven and two, getting big contributions. I believe Bradley Beal's averaging six and a half assists yep. per game since John Wall went out. What do you think of this game? 
Uh, I think it's very similar to the last game we just talked about in, in terms of, you know, the over-under, the spread. Uh, one team is on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, but, yeah, there's guys that I, I kind of like on both sides, but I, re- I really love the Warriors. Uh, the story for me here is Kevin Durant, and this is a homecoming for him. Sure. Uh, grew up in the D.C. area. You know, the Warriors had the day off and went and did some activities in the D.C. area, one of which involved Kevin Durant's high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game where, you know, a little extra emotion for Durant is never a bad thing. Sure. and. He doesn't break the bank on either site, so I love Kevin Durant. I mean, after Chris Paul, he was my second choice for most play of the day. Uh, Durant, 9,700 on DraftKings, 9,800 on FanDuel. Who else do you like in this one? I mean, I think you have to like Steph Curry also. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I think that this is a really good spot for him. I mean, the Warriors do have the highest implied team total on the slate, and, and Curry is a big reason for that. But I also like Andre Iguodala. I, I think that... You know, knowing that Patrick McCaw is still out, I think Iggy has a, you know, he's not been super flashy. He doesn't flash a ton of upside. Yeah. But if this, you know, if what I think happens happens, like if Kevin Durant comes out and just goes nuts and has 40 fantasy points at half, Curry's doing his thing, Warriors are up by 15 to 20 here. Iggy's going to close this game out. And yeah. he, he's going to score those fourth quarter fantasy points at 3,900 on FanDuel and I believe 3,600 on DraftKings. If you're looking for a, a punt, uh, I, I think that Iggy is the guy tonight. Yeah, has um, has not scored in double digits in real points in a while, but does have a couple of 20 fantasy point efforts, including a 26.5 uh, right the last game or second to last game before the All Star break. So there is some upside there. Do you like playing him with Durant or as kind of a Durant insurance pivot? Uh, I like to play him with Durant because I think the scenario in which Iggy plays well is that Durant just goes absolutely bonkers and then Iggy gets to close the game. You like anybody on the Washington side? Uh, I think that Markeith Morris is an interesting play. And the reason why I think Markeith is interesting is, you know, at 5,500, he doesn't break the bank. But some guys we're going to talk about here in a bit when we get to the Phoenix-Memphis game are going to be quite popular at power forward. So I don't really think anyone's going to play him. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, you look, he's been pretty consistent. You know, he finally crept back up over 30 minutes in the last game. Uh, I expect Clay Thompson to just try to absolutely shut down Bradley Beal tonight. And I think he might have some success doing it since Beal is on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, so Markeith's going to probably have to pick up a little more of the load. I mean, I know that's difficult against this Warriors team. But I think Markeith is a decent pivot play at power forward. Well, I had Bradley Beal. In my lineup, but I guess I'll take him. You, you don't have to take him no, out. No, he... no, no, no. It, I, your logic makes sense. I will abide by it. I'll find another value. Um, switching Steph Curry in at point guard. I'll find a shooting guard at 4,500. We'll spend the rest of the show looking for that. Have we reached the point? Thomas, Tomas Sadoransky is up to 6,900. He had that run a couple of, uh, right before the All-Star break, maybe one game after the All-Star break where he was playing absolutely incredible, 30-plus points pretty regularly. Over the last three games, he's been under 20 in two of the three, only played 20 minutes last night. Done with Tomas Tomas Sadoransky? Yeah, I don't think that I can invest in him tonight. I think there's a couple other guys I would probably prefer, even if I was looking in that price range. Uh, Duante Murray for the Spurs would probably be that mm-hmm. guy. So, yeah, I think that Sadoransky is, while I think he's been great for them, uh, I don't think that he's a good DFS play tonight. Toronto versus at Orlando. 220 over under the uh, the Raptors. That's another one. Road 
favorites, 9.5, so we're expecting a blowout here. You like anyone in this game? I don't get the feeling that you do. Yeah, I don't really like anyone in this game. I think the only guy that I would play would be Serge Ibaka mm-hmm. if I was looking, again, to get some diversity at power forward. Uh, once again, we'll talk about that soon. But I think that Serge Ibaka has been... He's been surging. Uh, if you look yep. at his game log, he is really, really turning it on here, especially after the All-Star break. And I, I think that Ibaka at 6,200 is, you know, it's a very fair price. Uh, I think that he's someone you should have on your radar. Any interest in Aaron Gordon, 7,600 coming off consecutive 40-point uh, FanDuel efforts? Uh, not a ton of interest. I mean, I, I like that. You know, that scorecard, I think he's, you know, he's a fine tournament play. Uh, but, you know, we've talked about Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Steph Curry. Uh, if we're investing in at least two or three of those guys, it's going to be pretty difficult to pay that for Gordon. We have not said the name Anthony Davis on this podcast, and he has been uh, just a monstrous, world-destroying madman in the month of February. Uh any entry? I mean, is it just is the price too high? Twelve thousand. You like the other guys more. You don't dislike him. I don't Davis. dislike. I don't want to portray it that way. I mean, yeah, the guys topped ninety fantasy points three <laughs> times this month. That's pretty good. Eight eighty-one in another game, and eighty-one in another game. That is just incredible. Uh, the the issue here in the, the price doesn't necessarily scare me off. Mm-hmm. The the issue is they're just you know. Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, they're both in such great spots that I, I don't think you can get all three very easily. Uh, but, you know, I will have Anthony Davis in a lineup or two tonight, no no doubt. Uh, uh, given the price differential, 3800 on FanDuel, would you rather play LaMarcus Aldridge or Anthony Davis at power forward? Oof. No Pau Gasol for the Spurs. So Aldridge is going to probably see an uptick in usage. Not that he needs it. He gets the ball plenty. Right. I, I think I still probably prefer Anthony Davis. Okay. I feel like LaMarcus Aldridge could be a pretty popular play tonight. That's why I ask. I'm still looking for that value at shooting guard, 4,500. Is there anyone in this game that uh, you're interested in? There's not. I mean, there's a guy in the first game we talked about. it. Do you already have him in? Uh, no. Tyrone Wallace, 4,500 is the All guy right. you want. I will put Tyrone Wallace in my lineup. We'll move on to the next game that we will have. Quite a bit of exposure to the Phoenix Suns at the Memphis Grizzlies. 214 and a half over under. Memphis uh, favored by one point. Lots of guys out for Memphis. Mash unit in play. Marcus Saul gets a good matchup with no Tyson Chandler. Alex Len has had some really high upside performances of late. Who do you like in this game? Uh, for me, this is all about Jermichael Green and Jarrell Martin. Uh, I like taking both of those guys against Phoenix, so they get a really nice matchup here. I mean, obviously everybody kind of knows that at this point, but the Phoenix Suns lead the NBA in pace, and they are the least efficient team defensively in the NBA. So it's a uh, about right. you cannot get a better matchup than this. The front court is thin. Deontay Davis is also out tonight for them, so that really, you know, just all it does is secure the minutes. Uh, both of these guys should approach 30 minutes or exceed that number. And the mat, like I said, the matchup couldn't get any better. So I like Jermichael Green and Jarrell Martin. I will be playing both of them on both sides. They have uh, both topped 30 minutes in each of the last two games. What else about this game? Do you like Alex Len at 4,900 as, as your center? 
yeah, I think Alex Lynn is a good option at center tonight. Uh, I think that some people might shy away from him. We we kind of thought that he was going to have a good matchup against the Pelicans, knowing that Okafor was starting for the Pelicans and Lynn wasn't going to be on Anthony Davis. Yeah, uh, that didn't happen. Eight point four fantasy points, twenty minutes, uh, got into some foul trouble in that one, and just couldn't. But before that, thirty three fantasy points in three straight games. He had been excellent before that. No Tyson Chandler. Opportunity for a lot of missed shots. Does Marcus Saul being the matchup scare you? Ah, uh, no, not really at this point. I, I don't think that it bothers me too much, especially you know at the price. If he was say fifty nine hundred, then yes, it probably would. But at forty nine hundred, and knowing that you know the public might be scared off after that last game, I, I think that this is a really good bounce back spot for Alex Len. I also uh, I like Alex Len. I I like Paugus, or Marcus Saul. I think it's it's a good opportunity for him. The price is low. I know he's been inefficient this season, but he's still capable of big performances as the go to guy for the Grizzlies. We'll move on to Oklahoma City at Dallas. Oklahoma City favored by five points with a two thirteen over under. I I don't really want this game. Yeah, no, I have no interest in this game. I mean, it's you know I'll, I'll say that you know if you like Russell Westbrook. Go play him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I you, one of us might use him in draft here in a little bit. Sure, but you know, with salary cap DFS, there's no reason to play Russell Westbrook tonight, in my opinion. And I don't have any interest in this game. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, eleven thousand six hundred. I mean, you know, he'll he'll get close to a double double or a triple double pretty much every game. But actually, lately has not been quite as effective. And this is a game that could be over pretty quickly. We'll move on. Indiana Pacers at Atlanta. This feels like another one where there's just not a lot going on. What do you think about this one? Victor Oladipo, a whopping $10,000 on FanDuel. Yeah, I just, I can't get to that price point. I mean, the matchup is fine. You know, he's got a ton of upside, but man, if you can. 700 more than Steph Curry. Right. Yeah. That, that's the issue. And, you know, if you can afford that, I, I think that you could probably just afford to get James Harden in. Mm-hmm. Um, so no interest there. My only interest in this game, honestly, is going to be with, with the Atlanta guards. If Malcolm Delaney is out, I, I will probably have Isaiah Taylor in at least one lineup as a punt. Okay. What about Corey Joseph? 5,100. He's starting uh, with Darren Collison injured, has been playing inconsistent minutes, but can get up to 35, as he did in two of his last three games. Now, the problem there is 19 fantasy points in one of them. in the other. Is he only a tournament play? Do you not even consider him? Uh, Yeah, I think at this point, tournament only for me. Um, I I mean, I get it in cash games, especially because they, you know, two games ago they played this Atlanta team, Mm -hmm. 35.8 FanDuel points in 25 minutes. Uh, So, yeah, I totally get it there. Uh, Probably more tournament only for me, but someone that's certainly on my radar. And is more expensive on DraftKings than FanDuel, so keep that in mind, 5,200 on DraftKings. The Charlotte Hornets at Boston. You know, if Dwight Howard wasn't dealing with this rib injury, I think I would like him a lot. He's a a physical, rebounding presence. Al Horford can struggle with those kind of players at times. He can get a little overwhelmed. But with the injury scare, I think probably 8,100 is probably too much, right? Yeah, no, at this point, I think that if you're looking to do that, I I would probably rather just invest in DeAndre Jordan tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very similar price point. Uh, yeah, like I said, he's my stay away of the day just because of the back-to-back and the injury concern. So, other than that, normal situation, I think he's you know he would have been in play. Does Frank Kaminsky enter the conversation if Cody Zeller sits out? 
Dwight Howard. You think maybe there's a chance for a, for a re-aggravation of that injury that forces him out. Frank Kaminsky. Minutes are always pretty consistent, so it's the, the production that tends to fluctuate. But he's had a couple of really big games lately. Yeah, so for me, I, I mean, he does, and I think he becomes a nice pivot, especially if we get, like, it wouldn't shock me at all if we get news that Dwight goes through shoot-around and is like, no, nah, I'm not going to do this yep. tonight. So I think that at that standpoint, he's a decent pivot, but even with Dwight out, I don't know that I would prefer him over Jarrell Martin. All right, we'll go to the last game on the schedule, the lowest uh, point total of the night, the Milwaukee Bucks at the Detroit Pistons all the way down at 207.5, which... It's only relatively low. Right. Know. That would have been pretty high in the past. But, you know, Detroit not playing well right now. Blake Griffin, any hope for a Blake Griffin bounce back game? He's been absolutely miserable over the last couple of games. $7,600 still. Yeah, I, I don't – I mean, the price point is fair. Uh, but, man, I don't I, – I don't really think that I have any interest. Uh, the problem is is – he doesn't rebound anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're looking at three consecutive games where he hasn't had more than four rebounds. He played 32 minutes against Toronto and grabbed one rebound. Yeah, that's um, that's bad. I think he also had his season low in points in that game with 12. Still dishing out a fair number of assists uh, with Detroit, but you know that's. I mean, it, it you know it's weird. Because it's not like Andre Drummond's that much better a rebounder right. than the guy Blake used to play with. He just he hasn't been getting those opportunities and uh, has not hit five times value in any of his last five games at his $7,600 price range. Anybody from this game that you particularly do like? I mean, I, I've i talked a lot of crap on Andre Drummond just basically saying what he was doing alongside Blake <laughs> wasn't sustainable. And I still don't think that it is, but... You know, this is a good matchup against Milwaukee. Um, you know, Milwaukee is on a back-to-back, but, man, I don't, you know, I'll probably use Drummond in my drafts contest, but mm-hmm. DFS, I, I can't get there. Now, we did just get news here. Jabari Parker is not listed on the injury report. Okay. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to play, but... It's a, it's a sign. It's a sign that he might play here. So he's someone that you can add to the mix for sure at power forward. I uh, I'll just throw out I I like Ish Smith as a uh, as a mid price point guard I'll have him in a lineup uh, fifty nine hundred dollars for him I don't think Detroit's a particularly great matchup but it's not a terrible one either so I like Ish Smith just as a uh, you know as a potential double double threat yeah and I tell you this is really an interesting DFS slate you know in terms of salary cap stuff because we went through these games and. We're not really interested in Giannis. Mm-hmm. We're not really interested in Westbrook, and we're not really interested in Anthony Davis. Yeah, how, how does that make you feel? How, <laughs> how, does it, how does it make you feel to go through, uh, you know, twenty minutes of a podcast and have basically not so much in favor of Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, or, or Giannis? I mean, those three could easily be one, two, three in the fantasy yeah. point scoring tonight. It could give you a little indigestion, yeah, later on tonight. But we're going to stick with our. Uh, with our guns, Mike. Before we get to a uh, a draft, you want to tell the people about Sportsline and what you guys have to offer. Yeah. So right now, if you get over to Sportsline, we've got a really awesome promo uh, just for listeners of this podcast. If you enter promo code DFS Podcast, you're going to get your first month for only a dollar. 
uh, which is just an incredible value. You're going to get my optimal lineups in NBA, NHL, NASCAR. I'm even going to throw some MMA up there. We've got golf. You get projected leaderboards for NASCAR and for golf. And then, of course, for you know the sports betting itself, you get 10,000 simulations on every game, whether it's NBA, NHL, college basketball. Uh, and you get all that for, like I said, $1. Use promo code DFS Podcast and get signed up today. DFS Podcast, sign up today. We're going to do a draft. Mike, are you ready? I am ready. You have the first pick, which seems fair. So we'll let you uh, get your first pick in here in a couple of seconds. Who are you going with? I am so torn. You have the whole board. This is the problem with having the first pick in a draft. Yep. Is it's one versus the field. Who do you think is going to be the highest scoring player tonight? I mean, a smart man would probably pick Anthony Davis after watching what he's done over the last month of the season. Yeah. Uh, I'm not smart all the time, so I'm going to take James Harden. <laughs> all right, James Harden. I will see who I get the opportunity. I mean, you kind of set me up to take Anthony Davis, right? I kind of need to. Yeah, so I'll mean, take Anthony Davis. you got to take Davis. Uh, been averaging insane numbers. I think it's almost 40 points uh, per game in the month of February, so... Pretty good. And I got the second player, the second pick. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I think that's a good decision. I think you kind of had to to take Westbrook there. All right. And see, that's the thing is that we might like Steph Curry more in FanDuel or DraftKings, but you don't – do you expect Steph Curry to outscore Russell Westbrook? Uh, no, he shouldn't. I mean, they, they might equal each other, yeah. but, you know, in this format I don't. So I'm going to take Kevin Durant – and Giannis. Uh, I'm going to fill out my two forward spots because there are enough guards that I still like. And, you know, there's a couple centers that I like. So I'm not too worried about getting the top play there. So Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo are my second and third picks. Hard to go wrong there. And then, you know, we we were disparaging them at their prices. But all yep. of a sudden now, I'll, I'll go with Chris Paul, uh, pick up another guard. And... Now the question is, where do I go? I love Marcus Saul with that matchup against Phoenix, but I it's risky. I'll go with Marcus Saul. Love it. I'm leaving Andre Drummond on the board. I, I could not be more thrilled right now. I, I wanted you know, I was I'm very nervous about fading Anthony Davis, who might score more than my entire team. <laughs> but now I get to take Steph Curry, who I like a lot. Yeah. And then I get to take Andre Drummond, who I really don't like. I'm tired of him doing what he's been doing, but I hope it continues for one more night. And I, ho- I hope I hope your instincts are right, and Andre Drummond is terrible. That leaves me with the last pick. Yeah, at forward, I think it probably has to be LaMarcus Aldridge with the way he's played. Still no Kawhi Leonard. He's going to have a ton of usage. So that's the draft for us. That's the podcast for us. Hopefully Heath will be back for the rest of the week. He's dealing with a uh, a mid-back issue, so, you know, questionable. We'll call him questionable for Thursday. He got the day off. We put him on the injury report. DNP old. We'll see if he can get back here for the next couple of days. Until then, Mike, thanks. Thank you. See you guys next time.